with Adrenosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama. I had to play the song again because I did that on my TLT one. Obviously, I did bring Nico in. I hope that I influenced a few of you just to go um, early on him and not wait till the bye. I brought him in. I didn't captain him, though, um, and I know a few of my friends in the Supercoach community that did. And well done to them. Well done to those people that did take a punt and, and bring him in. I was in 12,000, so I've had a bit of a mild start to the season. So I just thought I'm going to go a big move. If I was to not start the year with Nico, these two games over around four and five before their bye were the ones that I said I must have him by then. So I just thought, well, you know, I'm going to just take him. I think he'll score really well against these two teams. And sure enough, he did. So, um, look, I'm going to give you a little bit of a warning. I'm not going to follow a plan because Ado had a um, his birthday this weekend on the Saturday. And I haven't slept for two days. I'm absolutely in... I'm rat shit, to be quite honest. And I have done no notes. I've barely watched any of the football. I've caught up on some highlights. And I'll go over the super coach stuff just to give you a little bit of content. Um... You know, because I love you. And look, last week a bloke was having a whinge because I was sniffing too much on the old podcast. I'm going to try not to do that tonight because I have been, I got the dreaded C flu. So I was a bit, I was in all sorts last week. And I'm in all sorts for different reasons this week, but I'm going to do my best. Um, Let's move it on in to the first segment. Getting to know you. Oh, get to know me, guys. Um, look, I was high captain Harry Grant, so it was looking like a bit of a dusty old um, round for me because Harry had such a beautiful matchup, and all he did was tackle. He didn't do anything else. Melbourne even got the win, didn't they? So um, it was a bit disappointing that Harry got um, such a low score. I thought he looked like a strong captain. I was probably tempted by Hines. If he would have been the only other one I wanted, but I was just like, it's, it takes the big balls. And I, I just think if you did do it, you deserve it. Because there were some um, lingering doubts about whether he'd play the full game. He didn't actually even play the full game, but he'd already done the damage, hadn't he? Um, and, you know, there is that risk of, of re-injury. But look, we saw with Harry Grant, who looked like it was a good matchup for them at home um, in, in a softer matchup. Uh, and Harry didn't. He, he finished with a 44. So, um, you know, I think Hines is truly one of the players in our game that is um, a ceiling bloke. So uh, I just thought that he was a decent enough one to take a punt on for some. And I reckon those rogue players who did it, <laughs> well done to you. So um, for me, pre-updates of what, what's left to go, I'm on 1141 
I reckon because I own Heinz, that's probably got me just a tick above par. I think a thousand and fifty is probably where most people are going to be. I don't, I don't think huge, huge numbers brought Nico in because people didn't want to break their teams to get him in, and that's fair enough. Next week is going to be interesting. Uh, I'm sure when we get to the TLT, he's going to be on the most traded in, I reckon, because people are going to break it and they're just going to say points are king. They're going to want him in their teams. So, and I'm not going to say no. You heard my song. <laughs> you just got to have him in. He's one of the true um, ceiling players. And I think that ceilings are a little bit lower this year with the way that they're scoring them. But Nico is one of those accumulators that can just bust up a big score. That's why I brought Garrick in this week. I did. Um, and, you know, Garrick finished with um, a 71, but I just bolstered up my center wing, which I only had two sort of guns in there. And I wanted to pump it up. Um, I'd already got Reese Walsh. I, I, took, I took a gamble last week getting Reese Walsh in, and obviously I brought in Hines for Sam Walker. So um, my two moves worked out well because Hines scored very well, and Garrick, he bolstered up that um, center wing, and I think he's going to be probably the number one um, center winger <laughs> come the end of the year. He's definitely going to be right up there in the conversation. So um, with the Harry captain... Um, I was happy with 11.41 because it looked like it was going to be an absolute rancid score. So I think I'm a tick above. And hopefully for the you know first part of time in the year, I'm going to see some green arrows. I'm going to move up the ladder, hopefully. It'll be good. Um, the good scores in there for me, um, Reese Walsh, he scored well again uh, this week. He updated to 84. Holmes was okay. He's finished on 69. And I, I saw a lot of people moving Holmes on. And I was just like, yeah, there's been sort of 40s and 50s, but... That's pretty good, you know, and I'll just... He's one of my only good pieces in there. Uh, I had Karaz, obviously, but... Um, and and he, he's looking every bit the season-long keeper, but I didn't want to sell a Holmes to get a Garrick. I wanted to add Garrick in as a third piece in there. Um, and he got a 69, which was good. Garrick, who I brought in with a 71, was good. Karaz, mate, he's looking like every bit that season keeper with a 78. Um, I, I played Jackson Foyle for a 55. I don't know if that game's updated, but... That's solid enough at his price point. Hopgood was back to more of what we sort of hope, and that's with Maddo back as well, uh, a 77. Clear he was strong without being outstanding. I had the VC on him. It would have worked out a lot better uh, for a 77 for feeder. Um, he was good. He, briefly in the afternoon today, he updated to over 100, but because the updates are all over the bloody place, what is the go with these things? The last game's on the, of the round are starting. We haven't even had anything but the Thursday game update. And then we're having multiple updates. So whatever I'm on now, I bet you I won't stay, stay on. I mean, there is still games to update. I won't stay on 11.41. But Dave went up to 100 plus and then he went back down to 96. But that's still a good score. Um, some of the disappointing things, I mean, I know a lot of people are lamenting that they didn't have Warbrick or Khan Pereira on their starting lineup. But I don't think after their scores, their low floor type scores, they were necessarily a play. You could have maybe taken, you know, a punt in that strong Melbourne Storm matchup that you might give Warbrick a go. I, I told people don't sell Warbrick because all it's going to take is a couple of tries. So there we go. He's now going to get his money kickstarted and I'm happy to have those guys on my bench. 117 for Khan Pereira, very good as well. It's going to get, get the cash generating really nicely. Um, a couple of bad things in the team for me. I brought in Josh Schuster and uh, played him um, and it was a 26. Oh, he was like a one-week play because I have plans for dill bags when they're because their draws opening up, and I just had to do one-week play. And it was really disappointing that he only got a 26. Um, 
Other scores that were a little bit disappointing, Tom Travojevic was low by his standards with a 48. Um, Tohu Harris, he's copped a knee injury and he briefly came back on in the second half and then he had to go off. So the signs are not looking good. Um, the great man NRL Physio says, hopefully he's avoided ACL, it could be MCL, but I'm not feeling super strong uh, about whether he's going to be good to go for next week. I reckon I'm not going to fart ass around. It's probably just going to be Hass for me. It's going to be a forced trade. I had I had plans for dill bags next week. And before this Tohu game, I was like, look, I wanted to start the season with Marju. And I've, now that I've brought in Garrick, I can bring in a fourth gun and just really stack that center winger by selling a Murray because Murray's been going mild. What did he score this week? It was like 40-something. He looks like a tackle ball. I wrote a little brief while I was on the Sherbets. Wrote a Murray song that he's turned into Gerbo. All he's doing is passing before the line and he's just taking tackles, doing tackles, and, and, and passing before the line. It's just not um, a 70 sort of scoring Murray. He is going to lose a bit of money this week as well. So uh, I think if I go, I can make a little bit of crumb going down to Marju. Obviously, you can wait another week on Marju, but he looked exceptional this week, scored a ton. Um, so, sorry, sniffing. Um, but he looks, uh, you know, a good trade. And, and Murray probably looks like a decent enough trade out because we've got these guys like Ford um, and who's the other one in there? Uh, Preston, who you can play. Hopgood. These 200 guys are scoring as well, if not better. So um, that could that could have been one of my moves next week would to be um, a Murray down to, you know, one of the – to, to a, a Marju. Um, and I was – now I'm going to probably have to skip that move um, because I'm going to need to get Tohu out. You know, I'm, I'm, I need him as a player in my front row, so that'll probably be Hass. And I will probably – you know, because I don't always want to play Schuster – um, use Murray to get, get dill bags. So that'll probably be my trades for next week. Although I should have covered that on the next, um, you know, bit, shouldn't I? <laughs> Where I talk about my moves, the future me problems. But told you, no sleep for two days. I'll cover it again. Move on to the next segment. I'm your host, Adriana Soros, and welcome to tonight's news. Oh, let's get into the news. Suspensions uh, from the rounds. I'm just going to be reading because I haven't done any sort of study. Um, Nanai, he looks like he is going to um, get some time. I think it's going to be three weeks if he fails or two if he does because he's got his third subsequent uh, uh, offence for a dangerous throw. Everything else looks like fines. Um Junior Paulo is obviously going to get three weeks, I think, for his. Uh, Jack Whiten probably get a couple of weeks as well. He was put on report uh, for a couple of things, and he had one of those tackles that looked a bit like Joey Manu's, so I don't know what's going to happen there, but I expect that he's probably going to get a couple of weeks. Not that you'll own him for super coach purposes. Maybe a few people own uh, Junior Paulo, maybe because he started the season pretty well, but he's going to be sitting out for a few weeks. I know a lot of people had Nanai as well, but I think... Well, I mean, he's been okay occasionally, but I think he was probably not a good buy to start the year. So that's what it looks like, really, at the moment. Alrighty, we'll go into the injuries. Um, O'Sullivan looks like he's going to have an extended period out because he did that pectoral. I did mention Tohu there, which is a real shame because I think he's going to be highly owned. A lot of people brought him in this week, which is going to be really disappointing. Tessie New, he is also um, going to sit out, they reckon, four weeks. Um... He's hurt his medial, 
Um, and Nikarima is good, but he was ruled out. They've given him okay on the facial injury. Kurt Mann, um, he wasn't able to return to the match after a head knock, so that'll be an interesting watch to see um, what category it was and whether he has to sit it out. Uh, what else we got? Any other injuries? Murray Tuolagi, um, he was ruled out in the second half with a medial uh, injury. A lot of people took him as a little bit of a smoky to start the year. Um, James Tamu hurt his foot, uh, and Shibasaki looked like he did a bit of a hamstring injury. Uh, a late scratching for teams. I know I had him in a draft was Liam Martin. Um, he was uh, pulled out because of a hammy as well. It looks like he is going to, um, you know, well, you, you know, you'll have news, but that was before the round started. Uh, Sonny Luke also was a sat out last round. I don't know that anybody was probably planning on playing him, but a few people might have been looking at downgrading in the hooker position um, and probably, you know, held fire because he was missed last week uh, for the HIA, but he, you know, good chance of being back this week. That's the injury, so let's move it on to this. Around the ground. Who stole the show? I haven't got all my headlines because I didn't do any preparation, but it's all about Nico. 149 points currently, and I'm just going to say quietly, he's got to be a chance of maybe getting another try. This is for that Nikora try. I'm not saying it's guaranteed, but it's a chance, and he's Nico. So he might even be a higher score. He was a risk-reward um play will bring in this week he's only owned by 13 point something percent seven percent of people brought him in this week yeah it was a bit of a ballsy thing to do because he's expensive so you probably had to cull all you were saving which is something that i did uh you know and it was a move that i'm sure everybody went into this game and they were shitting themselves what nico was capable of and you're sort of hoping that he doesn't go and, and do what he did. And and you can be burnt like that. I've been burnt by Cleary. These ceiling blokes, I've been burnt by them in the past when you don't jump on right away. And that's not, I mean, it is what made me jump this week. Um, and But also because I had planned, you know, in the start of the season, if I didn't start with Nico, I absolutely wanted him back for these two games. So that's really pod ownership. As, as pod as it's going to get for Nico because he's going to go up by, I reckon, at least 10% next week. People are going to break their team apart to get a one-week play out of him before he goes into his buy. Um, so there you go. Nico. Nico, 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 Hines. Greg Marju, he's got, he, he got picked over um, old mate signed for the Roosters. And he's a tackle breaker. He's a try scorer. He tunned up in his um, first game of the season. I was going to start with him. And the Whisperer and I were both big on uh, Marju. He's a beast. Um, he's not got a price rise, obviously. So he's still at his, because it's his first game. He's 581,000. Um, he's one of the Knights that I'm, I, I have a bit of interest in. But he's just such a super coach friendly winger because he's a tackle breaker and he does get over for tries. I reckon you could do a hell of a lot worse than get him in your team. Uh, if I didn't have the Tohu injury to deal with, I could boost. Use three boosts in three rounds. I should have said that at the start of the show. I boosted. I boosted um, so that I could afford, you know, to get uh, Hines in, you know, into my team. So And get Garrick as well, who was an expensive one. So um, I've already done two boosts, and I've got to save my other three, hopefully, to use over the big buy round. So I probably won't be boosting next week. I'll have to just do uh, Marju the week after, which is fine because he's not going to go up in price next week either, but he's off to a ripping start. And as we always say, 
that ton is going to drop out of his averages quicker because it's the first week of his scoring. So, but he was a star, and he um, he's got such a super coach, super coach friendly game. So I think he could do a hell of a lot worse. And a la Nico Hines, if you've got pretty much a set up team and everything's going well next week, he could be just one of those nice a cut price. You know, um, Garrick types ability to score a ton, you know, into your center wing. Um, he's like Brian Tall, you know, the, but has a bit more of a Brian Tall ceiling in there because he hasn't got greedy people on the inside of him. Um, Zach Hosting, Hosking came in um, covering there for injury, and I would not be surprised if he takes Garner's edge because Garner's been quite underwhelming. And Hosking, I, well, you know, the super coach Guns and I were talking about, we sort of think he's got more to offer um, than Garner, but we just didn't think on name that he might have got the run. I reckon he put um, his best foot forward in this game. 117 points for him. He's 458,000, so if you're like culling a Murray, you know, you could do a hell of a lot worse than grabbing Zach Hosking if he does hold on uh, and grab, you know, the start. Um, Has he played? This is his first game, so... You don't have to go this week either, but if he goes and um, jags that start over the next couple of rounds, he could be a beautiful downgrade. Um, we've had a lot of nice little mid-cheapies. We've had some in the 200s, but he's one in the 400s, a la what we sort of um, started the year with with Garner. So a close watch, I reckon, on him, 117 points. Khan Pereira, we, we knew he had a ceiling in him, but he also has a horrible floor. Uh, it's like a poor man's AJ, we sort of said. Um in the preseason chat, but this is really good because all we want him to do is to be a cash cow. And, and if you're gutsy enough to play him, go ahead and do it. You could do it on certain matchups. And if people did play him, well done. You deserve, you deserve it. Um, he, he's obviously going to get his money generating here. He got a reasonable enough score last week as well to go up in money. He made 42 K. So, he is actually working out to be a decent cheapie, and that's all we needed was some tries uh, for the money to get kick-started. He's, he's got a minus 31 BE this week. He's come out and bang out 117. He's going to go up nicely in price. So, he, you know, tick, tick, tick. He's a good he's a, he's a good cheapie. Dane Gagai, um, he's 580, so he's like that Marshu price, and he's tunned up himself. Um, the Raiders were bloody awful. The Faders! I don't care. I'm the most. I have the most unlucky birthdays. You should, I should tell you all the things that went wrong this week for my birthday. You wouldn't believe it. Um, I feel like I've been cursed, or I was a horrible person in. Well, I'm a horrible person in this life I am, and a previous life, probably because I have the most unlucky birthdays. Um, but the Raiders, of course, they weren't going to play good two weeks in a row. They got pumped by the bloody Knights. Gagai was good, hundred points. Um, look, that's it. Really, for the people that stole the show, as far as I'm concerned, for the rounds uh, around the grounds. But there was also some good scores in there, so let's move it on to... Nailed it! Dave Fafita. I did mention in the opening there that he went briefly up to 100 and then he went back down into the 90s. But look, we've got Murray's getting 40s and Dave is looking pretty good this year, in my view. 683,000 for Dave he he has had a he's got a forty in him, but like we're getting that out of uh, a lot of them in that second row, and none of them have a ceiling that he does, and he, you know he just goes out and does his regular sort of fare, and he's get you know he's had an eighty three, a sixty nine, a forty nine. That's the that's the shit score. The forty nine, uh, it was nice to get a good one out of him this, this week at a ninety six. 
Britain Nicora. I had a question this week saying, hey, if I'm looking at a little bit of a pod hunt, hunter type um, pick, how um, how do you feel about Nicora? And I was like, I started with him last year because of what I saw in the preseason game there. Um the all-star, whatever it was, that game, and he, he flopped in the early rounds and I just moved him on because I was like, oh, that was too rogue for you, Ado. But he's having a pretty good um, start to the year. He's one of the really good line runners. Anybody in that team when, when Nico's in there sort of benefits. And he's got himself off to a pretty good start in the year. We're talking about Dave Fafita. You'll accept that floor of a 40. Well, he started with a 46. He had a 92. He had an 81. Uh, and this week he's come out and busted out a pre-update 96. Um, Nikora. So, look, he's obviously, because of his start, he's going to probably go up nicely in price as well. So he's going to go up nearly 50K. So he's going to be over 700K. So you might be priced out of him. Uh, Alicia Katoa, what a good move for people this year. In that sort of 400s, people who will be kicking themselves who went for Ghana because he's been terrific, Alicia Katoa. I don't know if he's going to last in the team because of his errors and his lapses in uh, judgment in defense, but he's got a 54, a 92, a 64. Uh, and this week he finished on a 96 as well. So uh, he has been a rousing success, I reckon, in that 400K type price bracket more than any of the others. Some people go Nikora, some people went Butcher. You know, uh, Alicia Katoa was the one. He was the one. He was the right one. Johnny Bateman. Bateman, he's, he's been pretty good. He's just, a, yeah, look, I I was obviously a Salty Raiders fan, so I was a bit negative on him to start, you know, when he was um, suggested in the preseason. And he had a 36 in his first game. So, um, you know, it wasn't a good start, but he's done well this week, 96. Um, you know, have a look at the BE next week. I think he could be a decent enough piece in there. He is 622. So if you're getting rid of a Murray, look... If you're getting rid of a Murray, there's probably... Keep an eye on Zach Hosking, who's 458. He could be your guy. But if you're partial to a Johnny Bateman, he's... Oh, sorry, sniffing, sorry. Uh, he could be a good pick for you, you know, as a pod. I reckon he's got a bit of a ability to get over for some super coach points. He's always been good in, in all of his previous seasons in the NRL. Violia had a ripping game there uh, today. Looks strong. Uh, 95 from him. Uh, well done to people who might have had him. Jesse Ramian. Looking terrific this year. And anyone in that team, I get become instantly more interested in Nikora, Talakai, Mulatalo, Ramian. 581000 He has lost money last week because he's had a bit of a mild start. And look, as soon as Nico comes back in, everyone becomes a bit more relevant. He's break-even of 77. He's covered it. So he's going to go up a tiny little bit of money. But at 581 is probably affordable. I'm saying go for, um, you know, Marju. But you could go yourself a Jesse Ramin if you that your that's your persuasion. Uh, Wallace was good with an eighty nine Warbrick. People were saying I should oh should we sell him because he's been shit and I'm like yes but Khan Pereira was shit until he got a decent score. Hold out Munster's back. There could be some tries. Warbrick he's got his money going. Um, so it's an eighty eight and I reckon that's okay. He had a break even of sixteen. He's going to go up nicely. He's going to get money generating. It's the same as the Heinz effect, the Munster effect, and these cheapies, they just need to get a couple of tries to get their money moving, and Warbrick's going to do that now with that score this week. Glenn Miller, now that's one of the things I will pat myself on the back about, because I liked what I saw from him in the trials. I did not think he was going to be a trap, and I think that people who started with him are going to be very happy with what he's been doing in that team. He's had a break even of 37, so he's going to cover that this week and go up 
you know, 35, nearly 40K, and he's going to be 650, so you might have been priced out of him, but it's been a good start to the year, 52, 50, 98, and then this week he's finished on an 87, so well done to those people that, um, you know, have brought him in or started with him. Interested in Hines, you know, you're interested in the people that he plays with because he makes everyone around him better, and Mulatalo had a ripping game today, 85. 593, so he's been losing money as well because there was no high, and so all of those guys in there were losing money. He will be break even this week, but at 593, so Marju, Ramian, I might rank those on my questions on Instagram, but they, they all look like they could be buys moving forward because Hines just lifts them. Um, the potential for scoring is a lot better. Reese Walsh, he was brought in by the masses this week and he didn't fail. Uh, 84 is good. He, um, this was the week to get him in. Um, he had a break even of minus 32. That score is going to see him go up nearly 100K, which is a good move. I don't know if I feel like he's a hold for the whole year, but while the going's good, I'll probably just uh, sit on it. You know, he, he'll go up, you know, in price where you could just flip him back to Teddy real quick, I reckon. And that might be everyone's plan because I, I do think that he's a tier below Teddy, but I don't know. I think the, the numbers will be slower of, of flipping the ghost switch on that, maybe till after or, Origin. I mean, he's going to be a chance of Origin too, hasn't he, Walsh? Uh, but I think he's a tier below and, and I'm just going to sort of gauge it by when the right time to sell is because I don't think I'm going to finish the year with him. I think I'll probably go to one of these trusted you know, Teddy's, although he looks like he's a bit down. I know he's going to warm up, though. Uh, Sean Johnson, he turned back the clock today, 84. I'm not going to recommend him as a buy, but, you know, he was a good score. Uh, yo was, he just does yo things. He, he is so consistent, yo. And he's a bit no frills, isn't he? He had a break. He only going to just make his break even. He, he, he would have worked out better than Murray this year. Well, yeah, I suppose just a bit. 59-62. This was his best score of the year. Uh, Dylan Edwards, he was good, 82. Uh, he's played two, so his break-even was 121, and he hasn't quite covered that, so he might lose a little bit of money. Uh, I don't think you're going to do him in the fullback while there's lots of other options, but he's he scores okay for super coach. Hudson Young was good uh, with an 82. I'm not recommending him as a buy. Cody was good in that um, match with a 79. Munster came back in, didn't really skip a beat. Uh, 78. He's got such a great floor, Munster. Look, I probably will go with Dylan Brown when their draw, it looks like it's opening up. And Dylan Brown obviously doesn't go off to Origin, so I'm going to probably probably go Dillbags. But I love Munster. And I, I'm not going to begrudge anyone who wants to grab a Munster in. I'm going to go Brown. Um... Tyson Frizzell was good with the 78. He, he'd come back off an injury, had a ripping game. Nathan Cleary, 77. It was a bit concerning, wasn't it, with the scoring to start the year? And yes, he is going to lose money. A lot of people went Cleary to Hines. Now they've got to work out how to get Cleary back in, if that's what they desire. Um, he is still highly owned. He still has a, you know a ripping ceiling. He started with a 50 and a 40. This week it was a 70s. He stands to lose... A fair bit of money. Like, he's going to lose 70K. I'm just get, uh, uh, guessing. Guess the main. But he's going to lose decent enough money. He's still going to be pretty expensive. And maybe these people are like, how do I get him back here? Maybe you just wait for a little while. Because he, he's probably going to have a high BE next week as well. Um, and he might lose a little bit more money. And the move across might be easier. Um, Hopgood was good with a 77. He broke the record of price rise. 155000 last week. And... 
he what a ripping cheap. He was a minus thirty two um, break even this week, and he he smashed it again. Madison was really good on return. Uh, Josh King was back up again this week as well. 75 for Josh King. And Maddo, in his first game back, was a 74. If Maddo comes out in 70s next week, I know Lane's due back as well. Are they going to go... Is, is the Cardi party going to be over and they're just going to use... Because of how good Hopgood is, are they going to use Maddo as an edge? I, I think Maddo's a great 13, but oh, so is Hopgood. So I think Maddo has the ability to play edge and he played it really well in that game and, and gave him a little bit of something. So... Um, it'll be an interesting watch when Lane comes back, but Maddo could be, put him on your watch list, and, and he could be back this year, Maddo, after his stupid early season rest. Payne Hass, 74, just so consistent, he's 693,000, so you, you, if you're getting rid of a Tohu, you're going to probably need to find a little bit of money to get him, uh, just a little bit, his break-even was f- uh, 53, uh, so he's going to go up nearly 17k. He's going to he's going to get to over 700. So maybe people are, he's getting you might, might be getting priced out of him. But you know if you can, uh, he looks like the one you want to go. You know if you're replacing a tohu. Uh, Selwyn was good with the 73. Tito good with the 72. Mo Fodawaka good with the 72. Garrick I brought him in. He's just so consistent. Garrick. Now I know the start of the season was. Uh, enormous because they started so hot. This is a tough matchup, and that's why I wanted Garrick because he wasn't going to be getting any cheaper anytime soon. Uh, it was 110 to start and 82. His break-even this week was a 33, and he's covered it. So he's going to go up more expensive, and he already cost 742. My sort of logic was like, if I don't get him now, I'm probably going to be priced out of him. Um and I'll, I'll have to get him later. You know, I'll have to I'll have to go a different price one. Maybe someone in the five hundreds or early six hundreds. If I want to get Garrick, I've got to do it now. And I did get him. He got a seventy one, which is fine enough for me. Adding in as a, a third piece in there. Hamoli was good this week with a seventy one. Meany was good. He's turning out to be a pretty good uh, one to have gone as well. Like Lachlan Miller, Meany. Uh, for the year. Look, obviously, when there's no Munster in there, it wasn't as great, but he's had a 76, a 38, a 103. The break-even this week was uh, a 59. So he's covered his break-even, and he'll continue to go up in money. Uh, IPAP was better than he's been. <laughs> he had a week off, didn't he? But he's still 831,000. He had a big break-even of 139. So he's going to lose 60K. Uh, a papa, Isaiah Papaliti. So seven hundred and seventy. You know, you might be able to get him. Uh, if if you if you know, that's probably one of the cheaper prices you'll get him for. I'm sure he's probably going to have a high break even again next week. Kaloa Matangi was good with a seventy. Nanai was back. Uh, he's lost a bit of money, Nanai, but it was a seventy. Uh, but he's also uh going to get suspended, isn't he? So I think I covered him at the start there. So. Sewer with a 70. Um, Cook was okay with a 69. 69. Deard in for the 69. Teague Wildman, 69. Yeah, I'm not talking about 60s. Oh, and 70 pluses in the... Uh, you nailed it. Let's go on to this one. You really dropped the ball, man. You really dropped the ball, man. You there for people who have gone with the Sunny Luke. Um, it looked like it was going to be... He was going to make some money and get the money started. But unfortunately, with the HIA, it was a 9, which wasn't the greatest... Bribson um, with a 12 would be disappointing. A lot of people have got him into their 5'8". You know, those Ponga people who, or people who were a bit of a pod hunter um, grabbed a Brimson, so that will sting. I imagine Sloan was a, 
he was appearing like he'd be a good um, cheapie for you because he got two good scores, but we know he's got a, a small floor, and people have jumped on him. Now, the good is that he's going to... It's a bit like Hiku. You know, it was a minus 41 last week. You would have loved it if he'd gone out and got a 70 again this week because it would be good money. Uh, but he scored a 14, so the money is going to be a lot lower uh, for you on him. And what do you do? You know, what do you do? Because... I don't know. I just I, I could have got. It looked on the surface like it would have been a good buy last week, but I just said I'm not going to do it because I know he has a low one in him, and we saw that this week. Uh, Isaac Thompson. People would have been moving him on. I, I saw him on the list, and, and he just doesn't look like the one that we should have gone with this year. Fifteen points. Um, Zach Lomax. What a fall from grace for him. He's still six hundred thirty-four thousand, but. Uh, you know, and he's averaging well for the season, isn't he? For the games that they've played, the couple of games. Um, it was a 16 this week, which was no good. Uh, Ravalawa, 16. Naden, 16. Uh, not that people really own him. What have we got in here? Sevo with a 19. He's going to start losing money at a rate of knots. Sevo. Um, Murdoch Masilla. He's just an absolute shit. I think 21 covers his break-even, though. There's just no one better to go to, unfortunately. Tualagi, we know, um, didn't get the full game in there, so 22 from him. Uh, Luke Garner with a 22 could lose his spot in that team, but I'd be getting him out of my team, even if he does survive. He did rally for a little while, but I just still... Uh, he, I'm, I'm not feeling the juju on him. Uh, what have we got in here? Anyone else? Anyone else? Moali, he's been a crap cheapy. 24. Josh Hodgson, 25. No good. Uh, Josh Schuster. You know, people who went a week early on him. <laughs> it was pretty good in the first week, but he wasn't great in this week. But it was a tough matchup. 26. No good. Adam Reynolds tunned up last week, and I saw him on the list. I said that was one that sort of seemed a bit odd to me because the scoring outside of that 100 has been pretty mild. And it was a 27 this week, so... Sucked in. No offense. Uh, what else have we got in here? Anyone else? Anyone owns? Ezra Mam, 29. Wasn't great. Luai, if people are sickies and go with the Luai, 29. Jack Bird, 29. He came off the bench uh, this week. Coates with a 30. Wasn't very good. Uh, Dory, now that he's sort of off the bench. He, this might be almost it, really. He's going to be close. He's minus nine. He's got a 30 this week, so that money will slow up really fast. For Tessie New, he's going to have some time out of the game uh, with a 32. Not the greatest. Uh, Critter with a 33. Kickout. I don't know if it's there this year for Kickout. Wouldn't have him uh, personally. Yeah, I wouldn't. Remus with a 33 is pretty mild. Latrell for his price point, 34. Oh, you know, that's not the greatest from someone of his caliber, is it? What's it been like for the year? 67 average? Oh, I mean, yeah, he was pretty quiet in this game, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't know him. But it'd be a conundrum, I imagine, for people, wouldn't it? You just hold him and trust him. Uh, Tohu Harris. Let's see if Tohu's got magical powers. Tohu's 663, so maybe it's not that much money to get him to Hats if he's out. He's made 22 for the year. Yeah, what was his break-even? Is he going to go down or up? Yeah, it was 69, so he's going to lose a little bit of his cash. Unfortunate. Uh, anything else in there? Gutho, Gutherino, 37, no good. <laughs> I'm just reading down the list because I've done no planning. Reese Robson, 40, nah, not enough. Not enough, mate. 
Some of these are getting into okay scores. Etikamano, 41. Campbell Graham, 42. Preston, 42. Those are all okay. I'm not going to harp on about that. Let's move on to the next thing. I'm watching you, Adrianosaurus. Always watching. <laughs> Who am I watching? The good and bad in my team. Well, we've covered a little bit of it, haven't we, in the old intro bit. There's some in there that I've got my eye on. Two blokes in there from the Newcastle Knights, Miller and Marju. I wanted to start the year with Marju. And the good thing about him is I really want him. He's turned up to start, so it's looking good so far. I do have more pressing needs if Tohu's out. Um, and... He might have to wait a week, but that's okay because he's not going to go up in price. But he could be that nice little piece that I put back into that um, center wingers. Uh, and I like Miller too. He bounces. He looks – reminds me of Teddy, a poor man's Teddy. He bounces off tackles. He's a bit pinball-y. And he started to kick goals in this game today as well. So if you add goal kicking into the kind of tackle-breaking sort of stuff he does, and he's got high involvement. I can't believe people thought he was a trap. I've just liked the style of his play. That's the thing. He did remind me of a bit of a poor man's Teddy. So I was like, well, he's definitely got attributes to be good in Supercoach. So I've got an eye on him. Bulletalo, I know the Whisperer loves him, but I love him too, Ronnie. I've got my eye on Ronaldo. I've got my eye on... Uh, I don't like to say it. It's a bit ugly, but he didn't burn me last year like he did everyone else. Um, Talakai, Ramian, I don't mind as well. He's got a nice sort of base, usually. Um, so I've got my eyes on on, on them. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, who else? Anyone else? Nah. Bill Bags, because I, I was always planning on getting him for their softer draw. And last week I was forced to play Schuster, and he didn't score very well at all, did he? So, uh, you know, I'm probably going to try to do that move as a priority move and get uh, Dill Bags in. He's just a safe sort of, you know, he's a premium. And I did have a premium in there, but I sold them being Dewey. Uh, because I didn't love what I saw from Dewey. And I was worried about that turf toe. So, um, yeah, so it's going to probably be dill bags for me, and it's probably going to be, a, you know, a replace in, in, in Hass. You know, I'm interested in Hass. If if I was going to go anyone with Tohu, if I was going to upgrade in there, it might have to be a replace. So Hass is going to be my guy. I'm not interested in Tino, even though he scored well this week. I'm not feeling like Joe Tappany or the Raiders are a go this year, really. So I'm not going to go them. I think Haas is just bankable. He's back. He was never gone. He has receded over the last few years on average, but it's still a pretty healthy average. And he looks like he's going to buck that trend this week, year. Sorry, And, you know, I, I reckon he could be a guy if you've got to get rid of a toe hoop. And you know, he is expensive though, isn't he? Uh, the ones that I'm, you know, iffy in my team, Cameron Murray, uh, look, it has not been the Cameron Murray, well, for Supercoach anyway, that we know and love. It was a 59 this week, which is okay, uh, but he had a big 115 BE. He's going to lose 50K, so he's going to go down into the 650s, and the scores for the year started well, 84, a 40, a 61, um, and then this week it was the 59, so... You know, I think he could be a sell, maybe. I mean, you could get him down to somebody where you save a couple of hundred thousand uh, or, you know, he's going to be close enough in the ballpark for me to go straight to Dillbags, you know, or go across to Dillbags via Schuster or something who I've got down in 5.8. So uh, I, I think I could sell him. I could sell him, you know, because they're obviously going to go into Origin. He, I, I would prefer to hold him, but... 
you know, I want to have a premium in the 5A. And, you know, I could have sold him this week because I, I did have a feeling that he was going to lose money. He's just not really scoring um, in a way that's going to hurt you either, really, for scores. Uh, anyone else in there? Not in my team that I've got my eye on um, in a negative way. Obviously, I want to move Moali and I want to move uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla as quick as I can. These guys are in t- low twenties and, and they're going to, but not not even make their BE from next week at the way that they score. They were just duds for the year. Unfortunately, I don't know if I can do it in a hurry because. Uh, I want to. Ma- I like to make sexier moves than that. So uh, look, they're on the bad. Murray, uh, I think he's not sort of covering the price tag, unfortunately. And those two bums are going to be, you know, if I can, as soon as I can have a little bit of extra cash to get them to someone better, uh, I'll be absolutely doing it. I mean, rather enough at the moment. Or, or if they got dropped out of the team, because then there can't be an AE nightmare. But um, that's who I have on the. That's who I'm watching, the good and the bad. The last segment of the show. Sorry, guys, it's been a little bit unscripted, but Ado, two two days no sleep. I partied hard. (laughs) I'm drinking a beer right now. Uh, That's a problem for future Adrianosaurus. I don't envy that guy. All right, so the trades. I I don't want to burn a boost next week. And look, hey, I've got no self-control, and who says I won't do it? But I'm, I'm not keen to do it. It all hinges on Tohu. If Tohu's out, I'm probably going to go to Haas. I reckon um, getting replacing a premium like him, oh, it's got to be a premium. I think Haas is my guy. Uh, dill bags. I think that uh, Murray is going to be the one sacrificed um, and via Schuster to get to dill bags. I like their draw. I like dill bags as scoring. Uh, I like his floor as well. Uh, you know, he's got a lot to offer, and he's. You know, it's him or Munster, but you're going to get more games out of uh, Dillbags because he's obviously a Kiwi. He's not going to go off to Origin. Uh, and, you know, Munster is going to go off to Origin. So it's going to be Dillbags. What did he score this week? Dillbags, 47. And that's the thing. Uh, that's why uh, if Dave scores a 47, then the next week he scores a 90, that's fine by me. It, it, that's the thing with Dave. He can, he can get his average out good because he gets hundreds sometimes and that really helps his average. 32, 105, 88, and then a 47. So there's been two mild scores, two ripping scores from Dillbags. Their draw's been really hard, we know, because they've lost a a lot of the games until this week, which was a hard matchup as well. Their draw really opens it up, and I think that Dillbags is going to absolutely nail it. So those are probably going to be my two trades, either a Tohu to Haas and a Murray to uh, Dillbags via Schuster, or... um, if Tohu is fit, I'll scrap the Hass one and I'll do um, Murray um, to Dillbags. <laughs> I'll do Murray to Dillbags and oh, I don't know what I'll do as my second trade next week. I think, uh, you know, I'll just have a look at break-evens and see what I can do. You know, someone's going to have to come in for the Broncos there, which could be a pretty decent cheapy downgrade. But I'm happy enough with all the cheapies in there. Uh, so we'll have to think about a second trade if Tohu's fit, but I've got a good feeling that he might be out. It's, you know, he couldn't come back on the field, so that might be what my forced trades are going to be. All right, guys, sorry, um, you know, 43 minutes. I love you a long time. I hope you all have a terrific week. Thanks for listening. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle! Oh, it is a 